I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. Dusting. Are, are you jet lagged or is that better? I was a little bit, um, but I'm coming around now. It's really hard to try and get yourself on schedule because you just want to sleep constantly. Oh, I bet. I bet. Man. But uh, we had fun. We had fun while I was there. <laughs> I feel yeah. Like I forgot how to do everything. Like it's just been so long <laughs> since we've actually, we had so much good stuff in the can, you know, that we were able to take a couple of weeks and just oh, put up the shows. That was that we great. Were, yeah. But we've, yeah. we have another good one. We've got, um, we've got uh, author and publisher Shannon Ronan. And um, before I get, I'm going to, I'm going to bring her in because we, we have a little history. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got to see each other so much while you were here. Yeah, it was. That awesome. was awesome. It we it really was. We got to uh, do Pride Fest. We got to go to dinner. We met the G girls. We met the G girls. Hi. How's it going? Hey, we were, just, we were just recapping my uh, Florida vacation because I, sp I spent some time with with JD in between parents and stuff. <laughs> Very cool. What'd you do down in Florida? Well, we JD uh, played at West Palm Beach Pride, so um, yeah, I Very cool. showed up to see her and see some friends, and uh, we had a blast. We we had a really good time. The weather was great. It was jam packed, and um, we went out to dinner a couple times, and we met uh, an, an event, a group of girls that do uh, events in South Florida called the G Girls. And okay. yeah. they were really cool. And we, we hung out with, um, with Judy, with Judy, uh, Jamie, <laughs> singing, singing partner sometimes. And, uh, uh, Debbie Norden from same clothing apparel, um, mm -hmm. had great stuff, good booth and got to meet the family. Cause we had her on the show to talk about the clothing line. So it was really cool then to meet her in, in person. So it was, yeah. it was a really good trip. Like, it, I feel like we accomplished much. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds busy, but fun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just telling JD that, um, that you, you reached out cause you the, the book is ready to go in May and, yes. um, and we're wow. going to fly some <laughs> pictures and I just sent JD the, the book cover and stuff. But, um, before that, like I met you when you were working on this project, kind oh of. Oh my gosh email met. please remind me okay we emailed oh, in the him. beginning yes, yes. yeah and okay. um and then I was I was like super psyched about um what's being what's 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 being done with the book like tell so tell tell us first of all it's it's um it's like a coming out memoir for LGBT LGBT people right yes yeah exactly so it's um it's titled coming out together memoirs on the LGBTQ plus experience and really the mission behind it is just, you know, those currently going through the process of coming out to know that they're, that they're not alone or it can get better. 
um, and there's community waiting on the other side. Um, and so, yeah, just really been a, kind of a labor of love for almost two years now. So I'm super excited. It's, it, I think I'm going to have it in my hands in the next two, three weeks. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. Uh, it's going to be like, a, it's going to be like holding a baby. I mean, I, so I, I got oh, the yeah. fruit sent to me, which doesn't have the cover on it, but like, I still get to feel the weight and the size and I already like kind of teared up getting this. So oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Now, did you self-publish this? Because you have a publishing company, right? Yeah, you know, so I actually went ahead and created a, a publishing company to do this book. Um, and I, you know, I have ideas maybe for some future projects as well, but this was the first one that really came uh into my mind to do um and I just decided to to do it in that manner instead of self-publishing actually be the publishing company yeah yeah, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. That's amazing and how how did you how'd you find people that were willing to to share their stories you know there was a few different avenues so I don't know if you're if you're familiar with Brandy Carlisle the artist yeah um, yeah yeah kind of a weird, you know, so during, during COVID and quarantining and all that, my wife and I actually joined her fan club, which is funny. We're like in our forties in this fan club, but we had no idea. Like we joined it to be able to listen to live music during quarantine times because they were doing these amazing compound quarantine shows and um, just started watching those and became a part of this community of the fans and like became friends with people and finally got to meet them in person and ended up just being this community of inclusion and like, this community we never knew we needed. Um, it became such a big part of our life. And so some of the inspiration certainly for that book is the, the people we met and talked to, you know, it's like the first date conversation, right? Like, so how'd you come out? You know, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, we had a lot of those kind of conversations. So a number of those people uh, contributed their stories, but then I reached out to, gosh, hundreds of LGBT centers across the country, almost every state. Um, and, you know, a number of them put it out to their communities. So we got some stories that way. Um, right, because then you're getting them yeah. from like everywhere on the map. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know it's a really great collection from different regions, but also the spectrum of trans, gay, lesbians, older, younger women, people who've been married for twenty years that realize that had kids. People, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's our, that's uh, our target. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. the stories are all so uniquely beautiful. I'm really excited to share them. Yeah, it's so, really, really, you know, and uh, the fact that people trust you with their story is a real tribute to you, you know, um, Thanks. you know, there were, there's, there's a lot of ways stuff like this can be exploited and people never know who to trust and who right. not to trust, but you know, it's a, uh, it's so a testament, the testament to you, um, that they are, were willing to, uh, to share their stories. It's, that's Thanks. A I, had, I hadn't been told that before. Thank you. It's, <laughs> It's sacred, right? It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful. Did you find that uh, people's stories were different depending on their ages, like the younger the people, the less intense the coming out or, or the easier it was to come out than from the people that were older when times were different? You know, I, I know what you're speaking to because the struggle is definitely harder. The older generation had to deal with a lot less acceptance. But I will say some of the younger people who contributed still live in towns that don't have acceptance yet, right? So, you know, oh, yeah, that, that on an overarching level, I, I understand what you're saying. But I, I think that really the thread of no matter how different the stories were, the thread of that struggle, we can all really kind of 
feel what the person was going through in these stories because for those of us that have been through it um so, you know, so it could be a little more uh sorry to mean to interrupt you it could oh, be a little more of a geographical so much not as not even so much as yeah that's exactly what i was saying as as uh generational because like i'm thinking like people who are older in their even in their 70s it was so yeah. much harder. I know women in their seventies that it was so much harder back then. Yeah. But um, but you're but even and that's something that's really good to think about because I've always lived in a you know urban more um, city type places like in New York and I live in Florida near Miami and Fort Lauderdale. So, but those small towns, especially in the Bible Belt, are probably it's just as hard as maybe it used to be for people back who, you know, in the uh, 60s and 50s and 60s. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we definitely need to give credence to those whose shoulders we stand on. I mean, you know, that is mm -hmm. definitely something I pointed out in my dedication because, you know, there is an awareness of, gosh, the, the older generations and what they had to endure. It, it was, it was, um, it was different. You know, it was a lot harder overall. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. And then, you know, I think, um, I, I do feel like doing things like this, like publishing a book or uh, doing a podcast where you can reach people who um, aren't comfortable coming out right now, but you know, their computer is sacred, their laptop is sacred, their earbuds are sacred. You know, they can listen to stuff that's relatable. I remember probably like, I think it was 2007 maybe, we, uh, I was doing a, a podcast um, out of my little apartment in South Florida before I moved to London. And um, we had a, a listener email us and say that she lived in a rural middle America state and it was, she didn't feel safe being out, but every Wednesday she felt like she was with her friends. Oh, you know, and it was like, incredible. It, it really open my eyes to that situation you know and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know like sometimes it's hard to get books or you know you never know what a person's family life is like is the family computer in the middle of the living room you know you know what I mean like right. how difficult is it for them and they will they will find a way to find a resource so you know yeah. the more stuff that we put out I truly truly feel like the more people we help you know, yeah. in, in some weird way. And that was 2007. And I feel like it still goes on. I don't, you know, I don't think things have gotten all that much safer in the Midwest or, you know. Right. Yeah. right. The, pen, the pendulum of progress is, as Obama said, you know, it's, you know, it kind of swings yeah. right. forward and then further back, like, you know, a lot of, yes. a lot of crazy stuff going on in the States these days. Oh, it's so sad. Mm -hmm. it's heartbreaking. It's uh, it really but, you is. Know, you know, in reference to what you're saying, yeah, I mean, the goals of this book are certainly to help heal people. And like, you know, it's the book that I wish I had growing up. It probably would have been hidden under my mattress, but. Right, right. Know. But you would have found a way. That's what, that's. Yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, having to order it and to a different address and go get it. You know? <laughs> yeah, you would have found a way. Back your pants. Yeah, like it's, it's <laughs> you find ways, but, but um, I just, I think it's, um, it's uh it's heartwarming first of all that you know you you felt something and followed through with it you know like you <laughs> you felt these things you know that people were sharing with you or whatever and you and 
said, you know what, I have a great idea. And when, I mean, not only did you collect the information and, and, and do the book, but like you said, the publishing company to, to distribute the book, you know, I mean, it's just, you really carried the ball over the finish line, <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. <laughs> and try and punch it in and punch it in in different ways, <laughs> clear vision and, uh, you know, and boom, um, you know, mission accomplished. And, and you said you, your wife was working on this with you, or this was just, yeah, well, so maybe, maybe a little origin story, because yeah, certainly like the people we met and talked to with their own stories, but um, really where the books, the, the seed was really planted for me of doing it was, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the Matthew Shepard incident that happened back oh, in 1988. Yeah. Yes. So that was when I wasn't yet out, or I'm sorry, it happened a couple months after I had come out. And so it really shook me. Um, and when I was driving out to Red Rocks back in 2021 in September to go to a, a Brandy Carlisle concert, um, I saw that I was going to be driving through, <laughs> yeah, uh, th- there's a thread there, right? Um, I was going to be driving through Laramie, Wyoming, which is where the incident happened. And so I made the choice to stop and go to his memorial bench that's, you know, uh, that's there at the University of Wyoming and um, to have my lunch. And I just sat there and I, it was just, it was a lot heavier than I anticipated. Um, sure, yeah. And I just kind of made a silent promise to him I was like crying and it's just like I will do something in this life to make it so that your life your death wasn't in vain I didn't know what yet but I went on to the concert was surrounded by that community of people I spoke of and then I was driving home and it just occurred to me what if I collect these stories to share them to help others that need support um okay what if I create a publishing company and do it you know so all these it was a road trip and I just had time like to think to myself and that's kind of where I came home and just went went to work so it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. And you know what? You're right. Like you, and you know what's happening. I feel like we're getting so numb. Like with yeah. Matthew Shepard, it was like the first very public, you know, like country mourning, you know, the community was mourning together over this because they made it so public, which is mm-hmm. amazing. You know, like think back even further to Ryan White, you know, with AIDS, oh, and that, you know, yeah. yeah. Again, like, if people don't make these things, you know, public, then we can't mourn as a community. But I feel like cut to 2023 and doom scrolling on Twitter and every other thing is about a trans murder or a drag queen fight or, you know, people protesting at the show. And it's like, oh my God, like I need to see good. Like I need, I need to yeah. see there's so much yeah, heartache out there that this is, you know, the complete opposite of that. And I think, you know, we, we, at a time like this, we certainly need a book like what you're putting out, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, did you crazy find, too. sorry, go on. No, so I was going to ask you, did you find it hard to wear all the hats being the publisher and the writer? And I'm sure you're doing your marketing as well. Like I, I do that with my music. So I know I know what you speak of waiting for that book to come because I was when I waited for my CDs to come every time when I knew I was waiting for the UPS truck and I remember the girl jumped out of the truck right almost in front of another truck that was coming and I was like no no (laughs) but I it's hard to wear all the hats and it's your passion and probably the one thing you want to do is the writing and but you got to do the business stuff as well to put it all together as a project, right? Like how did you find So this is gonna sound crazy, um, 
my wife and I actually own a jerky company as well. It's called Two Chicks Jerky for all intent and purposes, day-to-day distributor. So, and then I started this and then we also uh, actually manage a band, uh, Small Town Strings as well, which is Brandy Carlisle's niece and nephew. So uh, (laughs) I kind of, I kind of, the business development side of it all, I, I, um, I really enjoy actually. So all the, all the hats, I kind of like being the one that gets to do all that stuff. Uh, The right right brain, left brain thing. That's a knack. That's hard to do. Yeah. 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 That's a knack. That's fantastic. That's a, yeah, it's a lot though. I mean, a lot, I have a lot of lists, (laughs) a lot of spreadsheets, you know, but yeah. So, oh, that, that's, but you know, weirdly, jerky aside, it all ties in together. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, Brandy thing, the right, <laughs> yeah. the road trip, the band management, the book. It's all in a in a crazy yarn ball. It really is. Weirdly enough, like we started doing the band stuff two months ago, and um, it's it's crazy how much translates to all. You know, obviously it looks different, yeah. but you yeah. know, so yeah, it's so it's cool. Though. I mean, like. I would. I mean, I like. I think I like having a couple different projects that you can. Okay, check that off that list. But now let's go here. Check that yeah. off. You know, work on that. Yeah, it kind of um, it clears your head for a second before you dive into something else, and then yeah. You know, back to it. So yeah, that's, yeah. That, but it is a knack. Uh, diving into this book, researching. There aren't any other books out there that are literally just collections of coming out stories. I mean, certainly there's a lot of LGBT. Q plus uh, literature and you know um, the theme, but nothing that's just like a collection of people's experience with coming out. And I think one of the cool things that it, in this style of writing, memoir writing, it wasn't something that I put forward when I when I gave like submission guidelines to people. But all of the stories end with like a little hope and positive, mm-hmm. like, and it just kind of occurred as a, I was reading the stories as they were submitted. I was like, wow, this is kind of a really cool little parts of these stories that I hadn't, you know, anticipated coming together that way. And I think that's also a really cool aspect of it. Was it hard? Weeding, we, <laughs> was it hard weeding through the submissions? <laughs> no, um, I, I mean, they're all just so different. I was wondering if they would be really similar at all. Like, you know, certainly the themes of religion and shame or parents taking it hard. Uh, they're present for sure. But they're all just really uniquely beautiful. I mean, cool. yeah. yeah. And I, I was I really impressed actually with the um, with this the writing itself. Yeah, because you don't you know you don't know when you're accepting yeah. a lot of different submissions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you weren't you weren't reaching out to writers, you know. So it was just actually mm-hmm. telling yeah. my story. So that's you know that's that's big <laughs> that they were that they were well done, you know. Yeah. Like, I re- I do I remember like uh, like sending you and um, or like contacting you and saying I know you're working on this but I like published a book but I hate the cover and I want to redo some things and I want to do it all as one instead of two parts and went all yes. with you and then you reach back out and I wasn't ready because my my ex husband passed away and oh. I couldn't like I just couldn't do it because he was such a big part of the story and I I just you know still not ready but um yeah it was uh yeah the timing was a little messed up but 
I I am so looking forward to um to reading this. Like you said, there's not much, you know, there's nothing out there that's quite like that. I do remember, like, I don't know if you like maybe mm, six, seven years ago when web series were big, there were mm-hmm. getting a lot of um I, you know, press emails from from uh press people about web series uh yeah. coming out stories you know and it was just a constant yeah. flow of it. it was you know a youtube you know or a you know an actual web series or a two-part documentary there was an hbo series i think too yeah that. there was just yeah it was just a lot but all different people you know. different scenarios yeah yeah but i feel like we're turning the corner where it comes to book reading like people are you know, I swear to God, mm-hmm. this is the first I can say this and probably sound like a complete idiot, but the last couple of years, I don't know if it was the pandemic or or what, but I, you know, just started being really interested in people's stories, like people that I just, mm-hmm. you know, read. Me Prince too. Harry, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have become I, a documentary watcher. Thank you. Yeah, the, like, the, yeah, the, that's so, another thing. Yep. You yeah. know, autobiographical documentaries, right. you know, right. than anything yep. else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I can say, like, I think in my, you know, in my 20s, you know, you're you're busy. You're busy partying, right. starting your life and all that kind of stuff. Right. Like 30s, I was dating like a hound dog because I was making up for lost time. <laughs> and, you know, in my 40s, I had just moved here and I was adapting and adjusting and, you know, and working and all that. And now I think I'm just at that period of my life where I actually have the time to, you know, pick up a book and sit with it. So like, I'm like, boom, mm-hmm. Emily Anderson's yeah. book, done. Prince Harry's book, done. Yeah. <laughs> book done. Like, I'm just like, boom, 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 like all of a sudden. And it's just, it's a whole different thing. But I mean, I look at like, uh, you know, like, uh, just like the other day, I was like, saw somebody with a t-shirt on that was like, you know, books, cats, wine. And I'm looking. <laughs> proud, proud book reader right there you know like we're yeah yeah we're I think we're you know we're we're turning this corner and people are coming back to books you know yeah mm-hmm. bookshelves yeah. And stuff like that. I sure hope so yeah, yeah. less screen time yeah I think you're capitalizing I'm guilty of that believe me yeah exactly <laughs> less screen time there it is right exactly yeah I like the fact that it's going to be a physical book that you could hold and it's not just coming out like as an online book that a lot of yeah. people do because right. I like holding a book and reading it I don't me like too. reading things on, on yeah. yeah an iPad or something yeah. yeah yeah I'm excited I want to get a copy I'm excited for it when it comes out oh, I want to show you these all right so you had asked about my wife. I'm sorry. She yes. she is a contributing author, um, and she actually designed the cover. I'm looking at the painting on our wall right now, actually. So it's, it's my favorite painting of hers on our wall. But we, so this is the proof of it that I got. So that you know, you'll get to see it on oh, actual book form. It's, that's it's, yeah, it's so such legit. It's so legit. It's like a perfect <laughs> burst of color, like coming out. It's, yeah, it's correlated yeah. so perfectly. So. I'm really excited to be using her. She's she's amazingly talented artist. So, oh, um, that's yeah. a good blend. That's a good blend. So let's just talk about the jerky for one minute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Was it like uh, I'm going to get her a smoker for um, for her birthday, and you know, let's see how we go, and then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah or was it like a, 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 a the pair of you had a passion for jerky? <laughs> You know, I actually was on this whole kick of like 
pickling things, doing homebrew beer. Uh, I started making jerky for us for road trips and hikes and concerts just to, I wanted to know that the source, the, the meat was sourced sustainably. It was grass fed. There's no junk in the marinade. I don't want antibiotics, yeah. hormones. So I just started making it myself and um, handing it out to friends and family. Feedback was such that I just had this idea. I'm going to create a jerky company. So I did that. We've been doing, I think we've been business for nine years. Um, we're, nation, we're nationwide. I think we're the only women in LGBT owned jerky company out there. Um, wow. called Two, Chick, Two Chicks Jerky. That's yeah. So, so that's been a, yeah, that's been a wild ride too. <laughs> oh and how God. did you come to manage Brandy Carlisle's niece and nephew's band? So this kind of that just happened really organically, really really uh, recently, like I said, just a couple of months ago. So with the jerky during the compound quarantine shows, Brandy's cellist is from our hometown. He's the one who told us, told us to join Bramley to start watch, to have live, to have live music during that time. And so I messaged him and said, you know, as a thank you, we'd love to send you some jerky. At that point, we had, we had been alternating nonprofits. We give back every month. It's called our giving back initiative. And we would alternate between like ACLU or color of change. Well, it turned out, you know, Brandy and her wife had started the Looking Out Foundation, which is an amazing organization. They do just work from all different angles. So, you know, children without borders or uh, immigrants or civil rights or LGBT rights. I mean, they just do so much. So we decided, yeah, so we just decided to start giving, you know, donating to the Looking Out Foundation instead. And instead of alternating, we're just sticking with them. So, you know, Catherine went on and like, showcased our jerky on one of the live shows and like just <laughs> kind of the beginnings of all that and then when the shows back opened back up um we happened to just meet the niece and nephew they're they're in their own band called small town strings they're incredible mm-hmm. they're 13 and 15 but brandy's brother is also in the band and oh. um i mean they'll blow you away and we just kind of became friends with them over the couple of years they stayed here with us we stayed up at their house and clearly went to a festival that they put on every year and um got to be friends with the mom, especially who was doing everything herself. And we're like, well, when you, you know, when you're ready, we'll be willing to help. And she's like, actually, and we just started like, we're, I'm like, you want us to be serious? We'll get serious. So we came in and just kind of helped create a process and organization to it. And we helped book their national tour that they're about to go on, which is 50 plus uh, locations. Oh my God. So wow. that just got 15. It's incredible. And, you know, some of the stops are going to do like pre-parties before her aunt's show and her aunt, she supports them a lot. She'll bring them on stage, but she, she's, you know, they're doing the deal. She's not, they don't yeah. ask her for anything. Yeah. They've, they've earned it. So it's, it's really exciting for them. Um, we're, we're honestly of all the things, like I'm really excited to be a part of all this. It's been, that's it's so been cool. Be a part of their woman. Yeah. That's, you're, that you're, is. you're two busy chicks. Yeah, <laughs> well, busy. You know, I'm thinking about actually with their tour because we we want to be present as much as possible, working it as a book release tour too. So go to places a couple days before them and LGBT centers or bookstores, and speak about the book around the country and like make it oh, a book. Yeah, tour. definitely. Yeah, it's that's what I kind of like. You know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's a really. I love that you guys work together. I I think that's amazing that you can do that. You know, uh, it's hard for sometimes for couples to do that, and and it's amazing when you can because you have the same passions and you can travel together and your successes are together. Your skill set is together. Thing it really is. I mean, 
That's we're, you know, it's not that it's not hard at times, of, of course, but no, we work pretty well yeah. together. Our strengths lie in different areas. So it's kind of a good medley, you know? That's what I, yeah. right. Like right. Your, your, your skill sets like so complement each other. That's, mm-hmm. that's huge. Like yeah. my, my wife is so cerebral and um, like over the top smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I always tell JD, like my wife will come home and say, you know, like uh, some like huge, big, long tech explanation for something that she did. And I'm like, <laughs> I got five retweets on Twitter. Like that's my big, you know, my big <laughs> announcement. So we're in like, we're in uh, different uh, zones. But it works. Time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, let, that's what it is, is you, you've uh, found a way to capitalize on your strengths and, and work together. Yeah. And make that's it, great. and they're fun jobs. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's pretty wild. <laughs> I would kill them to like travel around the country, managing a band, selling jerky, and talking about LGBTQ <laughs> stuff. Like, I know. <laughs> what more could you ask for? I know it's wild. <laughs> wow. So random. Oh my god! Yeah, but it's really it's it's uh, you know like just I, I can't tell you like how much success I wish for this uh, project uh-huh. you know, this book because I really do think it's it's something that'll mean a lot to people that are you know definitely we're just looking for something relatable that's theirs you know what I mean like a lot of times you you know go with your friend to see bros at the movie theater or you know watch yeah. a film or whatever and you talk about that that thing, you know, together, but sometimes a book is like just yours, you know, and mm-hmm. then yeah. when it's just yours, that's when you share it with other people, you know, because you, yeah. you like it. So, you know, I, I, um, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely put some pictures in this so people can see the titles and mm-hmm. tell me now, like how people can buy it. Like, how do they get yeah. to it? Yeah, so I'm apart from doing the book tour and trying to go to different bookstores and that ma- manner. Obviously, our webpage you can buy direct. Um, and then I'm actually going to be using a distributor because most bookstores I reached out to were like, "Do you use Ingram? Do you use Ingram?" Because they don't want to order from a bunch of authors and publishers. They have one centralized database that they order from. So I can still market it. Hey, we're in Ingram now. But so I um, that basically that's what's going to get us carried in bookstores across the country is by using them. So. It'll be bookstores, live events, and then uh, our webpage. Um, Which is? <laughs> oh, sorry. Do, 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 uh, open, openairpress.com. Openairpress.com. Yeah, so the name of the the name of the publishing company. Excellent. That's fantastic. Uh, awesome. Like with all this going on, you mentioned that you you still have other projects that are swirling around. Is there anything you know uh, coming up after this? <laughs> future future book ideas nothing set yet but um once it is I, i'll definitely reach back out to you ladies and also once it's out you know um there's a few podcasts we're going to go back on with actual authors who are maybe willing to read their their stories i don't know if that would be of interest but we can we can talk later oh yeah, yeah. great idea mm-hmm. yeah yeah something just like a little bit separate from this that's kind of their platform yeah you know, that, yeah you know on our feed so they get our subscribers but it'll be their presentation or, you know, their, yeah, their story. Yeah. Their story. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. Definitely. Let me, they must be so me, proud. I, I am incredibly proud. I, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah, I, 
it's been a labor of love for sure. Um, <laughs> I, want, I wanted to ask you, so, you know, it occurred to me with collecting these stories and the format of it, I was sensitive to people reading it or hearing about it that aren't ready to come out, that maybe they would feel like, am I not brave? Am I not, you know, all these things. Right. So I added in the book in the back uh, a little a little piece that I, I would love to read if you don't mind, oh, that's yeah, kind of to those, that. sure. to those people. Um, I wrote, coming out is a personal journey. This is for those who, for whatever valid reason, aren't ready to make the very personal choice to come out. The decision to come out should be yours alone. Everyone's personal journey around this is different and there is absolutely no shame in not being ready. Only you can know within yourself when the time is right. And while it can feel overwhelming and scary and your knees and voice may shake, please know when you do decide to crash through those closet doors that community and support are waiting on the other side to embrace and accept you for all that you are. And if you decide that you're not ready, that's okay too. There are many different paths to living your authentic self. And while it might not be clear to you yet, there's support out there and you are not alone. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, Beautiful. It's one of those things that you've just summed up that mm -hmm. it's, it, you know, I, I always feel like, you know, on October 11th and it's national coming out day and everybody's mm -hmm. celebrating it and talking about that kind of stuff. And then I do feel that exact way about people who just aren't ready yet you know a like, little empathy yeah. yeah yeah and everybody yeah definitely so different and their reasons totally. are so different and you know um it could be anything like it's you know there's a million reasons why someone might not be ready or just mm -hmm. right now you know yeah. it's all it's and and it's all valid you're right and it's all um okay there's yeah. you know, no better way to say it than that's okay you know yeah uh, you know, one foot in, one foot out, like that little, that little yeah. dance goes on for a little bit and that's okay too, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it just, it uh, felt important to speak to those people a little bit, just, oh yeah, I really. didn't want any, you know. Yeah, that's a boss move right there. That's really good. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Yeah, we can't, forget, <laughs> can't forget about them because they're like, you know, um, <laughs> like I just equate it with like, they're at the ready, you know, yeah, they're the next ones. <laughs> they're the next right, ones right. in the, passing the baton, and now it's your turn. Go. And we've been right. there, right? So we can yeah. understand the fear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's such it was, an individual thing. It's such an individual situation for everyone. And, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Not I'm as gonna easy. Depending that. on. No yeah. two stories are ever the same. Yeah. You know, whether it's no. yeah. to or when it happens. You know, like that's. That's, I don't know, it's kind of like a cool thing too, though, you know, yeah, that, yeah. you know, there's always, there's always stories out there, but, you know, it is, it is true though. And that is one of those things like first date things. So how'd you come out? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I you know. think maybe one of the one common thread might be, I don't know if you found this, but I think it's, it's true. It was true for me and for so many people I know uh, that, when you finally do come out, like you think everyone's going to be so shocked and they all kind of figured it out before you yeah. said anything. And yeah. I, that's so true for so many people. And like, you were basically the last one to know, you know, like yeah. that you don't think they knew. Right. And it's just, even just, you know, when we had dinner with Judy, Denise, that was the first time Judy and I have been friends since 1997 when she started working with me. And, um, and she told, that was the first time she ever said to me, 
I always kind of wondered about you and I knew you were married, but I was thinking something was off. I listened to the music you wrote and like, she never told that to me. She never said that. It was funny. Oh my God, like, Judy, you that. knew? Judy, you, really, you, uh, you kind of wondered? Like, you know, I thought when I told her, she was going to be so shocked. Right. It's funny, and huh? she was not. I kind of consider it like, yeah. we're just giving them the validation, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You were right. You were right. Yeah. You, yeah. you nailed yeah. it. You're, it's all about you nailed it. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, you know, it, it's like, again, I'm sure that's a, a pretty common thing, but, um, you know, I know I had like a few friends that were like kind of shocked, you know, and my, of course, <laughs> my Philadelphia friends, I just call them the Philly girls. Um, <laughs> you remember I had Debbie on the show, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. when I, when I told my friend Debbie, she was like, did you ever have a crush on me? And I was like, oh God. <laughs> No, no. I had friends ask that too and I'm like right? no it's the first thing they want to know and yeah. then I was like oh, trying to be funny. like really respectful and saying no oh my god no never and she was like what is it my big well, why not yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, is, what is my grays you can see the grays is that what it is right. <laughs> it like, oh wow this is backfiring in 10 different ways Oh my god! Yeah. No good answer for that question. No, totally. No, 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 no. That was like, let me get you a Xanax. I'll be right back. <laughs> that was the right answer right there. But uh, yeah, I mean that. I mean that's the good thing about this too is that you know when you when you get far enough away, there is a lot of stuff you can look back on and and laugh about. Sometimes you know if it's a if it's a good situation, but mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, for a lot of people it is hard, and I think you know that's why content 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 is important for them you know to know that yeah whatever they went through as hard as it was you know um your community will make it worth it you know and it's it's yeah. hard to say that in these times because there's so much backlash and all the different letters you know like yeah completely yeah unity in the community you know it's like come on. <laughs> right on right here? yeah but even more reason we all kind of need each other in these communities, right? With what's going on. Yeah, I'll say it's just. A, yeah, for sure. For sure. It, everybody wants, you know, for, I, I think for people like us, you know, the, like the content creators, you're always looking for a way, like your ultimate goal, obviously, is to make people feel better, you know, to yeah. feel better, to, to know that everything is going to be okay. And, you know, like we, we do this because we want to shine a, a spotlight with my kids. We want to shine a spot yeah. on these projects yeah. that, you know, some people might never know about. So, yeah. you know, illuminate yeah. some marginalized voices yeah. for sure. It's great. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, we, we, obviously you're a busy woman, no. <laughs> <laughs> we won't you, but I am, I'm, I'm so thrilled that, you know, the time is, is coming. It's, it's, it, we, this was perfect timing. You know, when you, when you reached out, it was just, uh, let's get her in a slot man it's coming uh, up cool thank you <laughs> yeah so that's much. great thank you i appreciate your time um, um no, well, and also you. what's the name of your band i want to i want to check them out oh jd danner jddanner.com is my is my website jd danner d-a-n-n-e-r cool okay i'm gonna look yeah gonna look you that'll up. be great oh thank you'll love you. it <laughs> thank you yeah can't wait <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks again. Really appreciate it. And uh, I, yeah, looking forward to getting it out there. Let us know if Best there's anything luck. we can do. Yeah, we can, anything yeah. we can do, especially, you know, now with the band and, and this little tour you're putting together, be fantastic. We'll get the word out whenever you're going to be, you know, 
somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hope to meet you out actually out on the road. That'd be fun. Totally. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so cool. We used, we used to do that with Jay. <laughs> oh yeah. So bugger when she was on the road all the time. We would just yeah, put her on a show. Yep. I'd call in. Love it. On speed dial. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, to you and your wife, much success. And thanks again mm-hmm. for taking the time out. We appreciate it. And we'll I guess be catching up soon. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Why do you always run Addiction. back to the love all you once knew? My You're addicted to a touch. Like never touching from your dreams. My addiction. And I confess. Oh, my addiction. My addiction See? is you. We drank way too much whiskey. Shut